Hello, welcome back to another episode of Oversharing. I'm Tawny. I'm Maria. And we have another guest. Heather. Hi, Heather's here. And Heather is a friend of my mom's. Hi, Heather. Hi. (laughs) So, uh, firstly, like, how long have you guys known each other then? Like, a really long time. I don't really know in exact years, and we were just talking about that you were my sister's friend, so you've known my sister a lot longer yeah. We might have been acquaintances. I'd say like, um, God, 30, 30 years maybe. Yeah. Wow. Or more. But I feel like <laughs> you and I just started hanging out Well, probably more, more because I'm older than 30. Oh, right. And yeah. she didn't have any kids when he knew yeah, her. Or, yeah. <laughs> no, I, right? yeah, I did not. Or when you first met her, I mean. Yeah, but we started hanging out more uh, over like the past Five years. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's you it. reconnected. Yeah. Yeah. You guys reconnected with like a bunch of people from yeah. your neighborhood, right? You were from Kensington. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So you guys reconnected on Facebook, didn't you? Yeah. Like yeah. a bunch of the people yeah. you hung out with when you were teenagers we actually, and you started going to like different meetups and stuff. Yeah. They would do a bunch of group dinners and so it became really fun and mm-hmm. then I got involved and then it was cool to like branch off. Yeah. Yeah. And then a lot of people moved to Jersey. <laughs> I know, that works for us. And here we and are, here we are yeah. over in New Jersey, I know. Which I prefer very much. Um, it's so funny to me that you guys, like, grew up in Kensington because Kensington now is not the Kensington that you were teenagers in. Mm-mm. Yeah. So what are some of the differences? <laughs> well, I could literally walk the streets. Back then, in yeah. In Kensington. I used to walk under the L yeah, all so this hours is the, of the day and night. The 80s, right? Like the yeah, mid-80s. Yeah, I mean, that right? Way, you, you walked. You, you didn't you walked, drive. Too. Right. Yeah. Right. We walked around everywhere, and it, it, it was safe. Yeah, I know there's pictures of you, like, in a bikini, just walking up and down the streets. Well, well not all the streets. I didn't say all the just streets. My, I didn't say all the streets. My, just I said those streets. You threw in and all when, the streets. And when I look back now, I'm like, damn, I was rocking that fucking purple bikini. <laughs> Yes. It's a whole different vibe these days if you walk down Kensington Avenue in a bikini. I won't even oh, yeah. drive down Kensington Avenue Can in you imagine? a covered truck. <laughs> I'm sorry. I yeah, just, really. Uh, I agree. I'm sad. Agree. I'm sad for it down Yeah, there. for what it's become. Yeah, oh. It's like nationwide. Like it's, known. Yeah, it's like Kensington. a war zone, honestly. Yeah, yeah that's pretty crazy. Oh my God. They refer to it as Kensington Beach. We used not? to hang at K&A. When the Phillies would win, yeah. we would be at K and A. Yeah, drinking. So funny. And, but uh, then if you go so many blocks up to into Fishtown, like it's it's all beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. all beautiful, brand new. That's because everybody from and pricey. I'm sorry, it's so pricey up there. It's crazy. Yeah, right? like my cousin like sold her house like and moved over here, and she got big bucks. Mm-hmm. Like. It's, more than is cheating. it yuppie? Is that the, what's the, is there a term? Yeah, like they, I mean, they, they didn't want to, you know, Center City would be much more expensive, so they go. It's like the in-between. Yeah. Yeah. But, but it really does have like its own up-and-coming like vibe and neighborhood to yeah, it. Yeah, a lot of So many bars like, and restaurants, mm-hmm. like Northern Liberties it's is really all built nice. up and beautiful. It's like, there's the plaza yeah. to like the outdoor stuff. Yeah. Yeah, really everybody, cool. it's like a, it, every, there's eateries. I mean, everybody's just walking around. It's just a whole new, like. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy. I mean, Philadelphia really does have a lot to offer. Yeah. But just over so living I in remember, the city. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt no, you. No, that's So okay. I remember growing up in Kensington, there is a church on 
I mean, in, in Philadelphia in general, there's a church on every other corner. Just about. Right. And you grew up in a strict Catholic house, oh, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What church did you belong to? Vizzo. Visitation. Okay. At Banley High. And you went to Catholic school, like, oh, all the years? Oh, yeah. And did you have a lot of siblings? Um, two, One sister, two brothers. Okay. Yeah. So I'm the youngest wow. of four. Okay. I'm the youngest as well. So yeah. tell me what that looked like, being the youngest of four... You had to wear a uniform every day, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Did you come it. home for lunch? Yeah. We well, walked, that was like the thing back then, right? We walked up Tusculum Street where Rocky was my, my best friend, um, right on the same block with Rocky. A lot of my, um, well, I was younger then, but my friends, uh, brothers and sisters were in that, in the movie, running oh, no. out the Silver Bridge with Rocky. And That's I was, so cool. Yeah. Like, so, like, we walked up and down, like, back and forth through there. Four times a day, and the win- winters were colder. It was like it sucked. Like you know, I remember leg warmers if you didn't have because you, you couldn't wear pants under your uniform, or you'd have to get under your them jumper. Off. Yeah, so yeah. You, and I was always running late, so you know you, you Imag- had to imagine that. Yeah, right. Something's <laughs> <laughs> never changed. And you know, you had to have time to get them off, or you're in trouble. Like you know, yeah. you just have to be you know. So if I didn't have my leg warmers on, it was like it was. I remember the cold. They were the coldest winters. Like, but. There wasn't global warming back then. Right, right, right. Like, so it, it many was, things were different. Yeah. yeah so exactly. I didn't go to Catholic school, um, but Tony went to a couple of years. Two of Catholic, years. Two years. I went of to Catholic two years school. where I was in Catholic school. It was sixth and seventh grade. But prior to that, I did go to CCD pretty much for as long as I can remember. Yeah. Yeah. And, and my son went, and it just he went to Catholic school longer than I did. It just wasn't for them. They just did not click and connect and vibe and 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 my husband also didn't pay the tuition so um that's another no, thing yeah but, well dad because my dad came from like a catholic family okay. like his his mom still to this day goes to church every sunday but he was more like a holiday catholic like he showed up on easter and christmas <laughs> and when the money was supposed to be due like i mean when you have to fill the, the fucking bin yeah <laughs> or yeah, they're gonna yeah. call you and tell you like we know you didn't contribute this week but that wasn't the type of catholic that you your family was like your did both of your parents go to church um, on Sundays? No. My, we did. My my mom, well, my mom was a, you know, after my mom and dad divorced, they were, which was pretty much when I was a baby. Um, it was always my, you know, my mom was a single mom forever. Mm, okay. And, oh, yeah. It was, oh, like church Sunday, like you had to go with her to a certain age. And then if you weren't, if you didn't know what the gospel was about, you were in trouble. Like, she just to prove you were in church, so we'd go in, we'd get our church folded, and we'd, like, mm-hmm. and we'd roll out. We'd, we'd listen to the gospel and roll out because, you know, you had to you had to prove that you were that there. That you were there, That's yeah. how you proved it. Like, oh, what was this about? You know, I yeah. just think it was the gospel or something. Yeah, well, they, during the sermon or whatever, yeah. like, they're so. going, each week they have, like, a theme that they're talking about. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was great, and it was just, like, you know, even if you could just, like, tell her, like, because we were always up, you know, we were always trying to, you know, get over and do something, you know. Get around going. Yeah. Like, we yeah. don't want to go to church. No, no one does. You know? And so, yeah. I you can't, I'm not no one you does, there. but, yeah. You, you couldn't just come home and say, here's my church, you know, because you were all over the neighborhood. You were just, like, slipping church, grab your church, go <laughs> so you know, funny. listen to the homily or the gospel, yeah. and then, you know, you were done. I remember, like, being, like, nine or ten, going to confession after I received reconciliation, and at St. Catherine's, it was Monsignor McBride. Oh, 
yeah. And so I remember being in confession and Monsignor McBride's like hearing my confession and he's like, do you have anything else to say? And I'm like, I'm fucking 10. Like, what do I do? Like, what what are my sins, you know? But he's like, do you make it to church every Sunday? And I'm like, no. So he gives me like my penance for that. But I'm leaving and I'm like, yeah, like whatever it was. But I'm like, how the fuck am I supposed to get here? Like, I'm 10. Like, I don't live across the street. Like, what the fuck? Why am I being punished? Because my parents don't bring me to church. Like, I don't want to go to this stupid school. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? But like, yeah, things like that. So like, they were so strict. Oh, yeah. Everything. You're a mom of how many? Four. Four. Did your children go to Catholic school? Uh, well, I'm actually a mother of five. Okay. Um, my first child I adopted and raised and she's an adult now. And, um, but anyway, so she did go to Catholic. Um, she went to St. Hubert's. She went to St. Bartholomew's, then St. Hubert's. And then 11th grade is when we moved to Jersey. Mm. So, and then we kind of, you know, yeah, we, we just did the CCD thing and, um, I thought I, that all my kids were being, you know, Catholic school and it's not the way it went. Yeah. And then we moved over here and it was just like, yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, with the taxes and everything. We just didn't, you know, right. go there. Yeah. yeah. But they got a good education. Right? Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you do in New Jersey, like yeah. not that you don't in other places, but I've always said for me, like the balance is, I don't want my children to go to Catholic or private school. I'm not a practicing Catholic. It's not my thing. So then moving over in Jersey, people are like, oh, the taxes, the taxes. I'm like, yeah, but it kind of mm, evens yeah. out because yeah. the public school system is so great over here. Yeah. That, you know, taxes versus private school. Oh, yeah, <laughs> for sure. Like, we would I it would have cost it probably more to stay in Philly and pay for everybody to go to school. school tuition. Yeah. Because I remember St. Hubert's at the time was, like, just under – four grand and i think it's so much more now like yeah. for one to go they are they're still open right they oh, yeah. it. they stayed they, open right yeah they were they wound up staying open yeah that's cool yeah school. good for them yeah i have yeah. so many friends that went but to hubert's but i can't believe hallahan closed so that's crazy oh that's right my mom yeah. went to hallahan yeah yeah i have so many friends that went to hubert's little flower yeah little flower yeah, was me tons. and my sister yeah that's yeah. crazy it is crazy but yeah, but we like it in Jersey, you know? Yeah. And it all, it all worked out, you know? It's like, I mean, it's all how you raise them. Just like, you know. So that's, that's what I was going to say. the beginning of time, it's like. So do you, like, what do you think being raised Catholic, like, contributed or took away from you? Like, do did, are you still, are you practicing Catholic now? Um, for the most part, but, like, seriously, through the pandemic, like, was the first time in a long time that I stopped going to church. Okay. Just because everything shut down yeah. and it was just like and like so my youngest is turning 15 and i'm like me and him will still go yeah like here like when, when we get there you know like we're just starting to like get I, back I don't into know, it that's what's in me like that's what i was raised like and i do i like i do believe in god i want a relationship yeah. with him but like i want my kid to know I, I just want him to appreciate things and like you know so i take them and yeah like, we go and he's he's cool with it as long as he's like why don't dad go (laughs) i'm like he wasn't raised this way like he did it one time and then i don't know but i pretty much raised my kids catholic and i wasn't like going to just show up on the holidays like my kids had to go like i took all my kids to church but like you know like i don't think i'm any type of you know what i mean like i you know just always taught them and that's what you know you go to church on sunday you you don't just you know let's, you know, let's get them to receive their sacrament. And then, you know, we don't have to do anything else. Like, I just thought that that would just be a mixed, 
you know, message and all. But now that I have three um, adult kids who can make their own decisions, you know, that's kind of on them if they... Yeah, how they choose to practice spirituality, yeah. Yeah, and they feel, you know, whichever way they feel about it, like, they're not, you know, they don't, they're not, like, in church every Sunday or, like, you know. Yeah. But I know that, you know, like, I taught them right and, like... They believe in something. Yeah, and it's so crazy because everything... And they're so, moral, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's mm-hmm. really what it comes mm-hmm. down to if you're kind yeah. people with good morals. Yep. Yeah. It doesn't really matter... Yeah, you know, exactly. Like... What your practice is. Yeah, so, like, we're just starting to, like, get back, but it's, like, you know... I don't know. I, I just... I, I think it's just in me, like, you know... Like I routine do, almost. Yeah, like... And <laughs> it would I don't feel like something what... was missing if you weren't doing these things that you've been doing. I, we laugh because at this point I go to church, you know, like... The kids I nanny, if they receive their sacraments, I go or weddings, right. funerals, you know, yeah, stuff so like that. Funerals, but it's like crazy that. how we had a wedding in October and she had like a traditional like Catholic and just um like just hearing like I immediately just jump right back into it. I'm like, it doesn't matter how long it's been since I've been in church, just hearing everything play out. Like I know all the responses, I know when to stand up, I know when to sit down, yeah. I know exactly what to say, I know the songs, and I'm like, it's crazy it how it gets you. like embedded in your head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah. Away. Yeah, they they changed the um the Apostles' Creed, I think. Like I don't know why they did that. And I'm just like, I knew that by heart forever. <laughs> and I slip up every Yeah, and who are you to change it? Yeah. If it's God's word. I know, like, I don't understand it, I really don't. During, like, what was it, the second half of the pandemic, um, when I was uh, helping virtually teach some first graders, my kids were in CCD, and I was trying to help her, you know, learn Mm. the Our Father and Hail Mary and stuff like that, and I'm like, these words, like, she has no idea what I'm talking about, like, the language that we're using, like, I'm having to explain it to her five different times, because I'm going to have to break it down so small, and it really is crazy, I'm like, why are we teaching this? Like, I, I'm all for, you know, if you believe in Catholicism and the teachings of it and spirituality and stuff like that, like, whatever your connection to God is. But, like, why are we teaching it this way? Like, this yeah. doesn't make any sense. I like, know. Like, everything's just so, yeah. It's like, stiff. why mess with it, you know? Like, and, like, these words don't even exist anymore. Yeah. It's so confusing for so them. And there's so many rules to the Catholic religion. Honestly, like, they're just, you know, unrealistic today. Well, my mom used to attend church. Um, She received her sacraments when she married my dad. So my dad was raised Catholic. So on the day of their wedding day, she received all of her sacraments. And actually, I wasn't baptized until I was three because I was baptized with my brother um, because that was what my dad wanted. So I was already in existence. So I didn't, you know what I mean? So we were baptized together. But anyway, after my mom received her sacraments and my brother and I were in Catholic school, she tried to start going to church to be a part of it and... I mean, you can tell what your experience was that you took. My, it was just you and my brother, right? Well, while going to receive my sacraments, I was living in a home oh, with this is a man and our two children. And one of the priests truly tried to get me to move out of that house because he said, I'm living in sin oh and coming God. to receive my sacraments that it just wasn't like I'm a contradiction. And I was like, but how does separate not, I mean, I should have done it then. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, should have used that as your excuse. Yeah, like I should have just said, you know what? The priest said, gotta go. <laughs> I can't I mean, live here I'm anymore. taking her, you take him. <laughs> I'll meet you at the altar Split and then skis. not show, right? right? But that's not what happened. I was in love. Right? Oh. So obviously I didn't do that. 
um, had some had some little hard times right around the wedding day and stuff. But anyway, um, where so after you got married, though, so you received the sacraments. I remember you said there was a time that you and my brother were at church, and he was probably like nine. Yeah, eight yeah. or nine. And and I think my sister, I think Bonnie was with me. Okay. I do. I believe Bonnie was with me. Paul may have been sitting in between us. He didn't really know what was going on. I know he wasn't really listening to the homily. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't. But but I was. And they started talking about abortion. They just started bringing up things. You know, that's hard to to dis- to feel when... Uh, uh, I don't... For me, it's I'm pro-life. That's a woman's choice. No, you're pro-choice. I'm tro- um, yes, I'm pro-choice. That's right. it. I'm pro-choice. I, I don't want to judge anybody who makes a decision for themselves. Right. And... But... The homily was about, you know, pro-life, and everybody started clapping. I wasn't clapping. Paul started clapping. He had no idea what he was clapping about, and it just upset me so bad that that, that's what you were talking about in church, and I didn't feel that I was learning anything, you know, Mm -hmm. and I was kind of, it just wasn't my thing, and I kind of just put his hands on his laps and when we left, I'm like, what were you clapping about? He's like, I don't know. And, <laughs> yeah, I, and, so and I have not went back unless I was like, going. To an event, yeah. To, yeah, I have not been back. And I don't even know how much I believe because, like I said, I only went through CCD. To, and I, did, yeah, it, for I your... did it to get married in a Catholic church because that's what my husband wanted. But he wasn't practicing anyway. It was all for a show, you know yeah. what I mean? And boy, he really showed himself <laughs> off. But um yeah, that was my experience with it and I never I've never been back since. Yeah. Uh-huh. But I got I got married in the Catholic Church yeah. and it was beautiful. It was beautiful. <laughs> you know what? Whatever, you know, feels right. You yeah, have yeah. To go. seriously, like that's what like the Catholic, the Catholic way is like everyone has to do this and, you know, but you have to really make your own decisions, especially when you're raising your kids and all. Like, you have to do what you think is best, you know? And yeah. the morals and the values. And, yeah. I mean, we've watched shows. I mean, yeah, there's just so much going on. And I'm not here to, you know, give yeah. my whatever about religions. But it was just time for me to just step away from that. And then you, but you said you had, like, a long period of time where you didn't really believe in anything after that. Because you weren't really sure... Like how that worked because you didn't grow up with any spiritual guidance. I did so not you didn't grow really up know with what spirit, that looked like. No, I know that when I was younger, you know, there was a church bus that would come through our neighborhood, and I would get on it. it, it <laughs> did you? What the fuck? You guys, when you were younger, just getting on fucking buses and like hitchhiking. Like Yo, what it was the hell? So, oh God, we, it was yeah, so different. Anything. And I grew up in Florida, so I grew up right. You didn't and, come yeah, to yeah, Philadelphia we, until you were in the teens. Yeah. yeah, I grew up in Florida, so it was so different for us. But. Yeah, I mean, we but we had fun. It was actually something where I was able to laugh and 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 get involved in things. You know, my parents were were divorced when I was so young, and, yeah. and I was the youngest of six. But they went, so I was be- left behind. Or I'm not sure was I left behind or was I granted something better because I stayed right. behind. You maybe know, maybe the really bouncing did- wouldn't have been good. Yeah, I yeah, know, probably wasn't good for anybody. Um, but. but I remember enjoying those times. I remember getting baptized. So I've been baptized and christened. <laughs> <laughs> You've done them both. I've done them both. So you have no you know, 
It's not that I don't believe. I just don't believe everything they're telling me I have to believe. I think that's That's the trick, yeah. Yeah. I believe in something. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I believe in God. I believe in spirits. I believe in my soul. Life life after death. Yeah, but I don't believe that I have to... Because God, we have nothing to look forward to if there's not life after death. That's right. I totally believe in life after death. I believe in that for sure. A better place. Yeah, a better place. Yeah, and I believe in the power of prayer. I just don't think it necessarily has to be... Right. To God of, like, whatever that looks like. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think you can have your own idea of what it looks like. I just think it's unfortunate sometimes you grow up. If you grow up in a family that chooses a religion or is a certain religion, then you do get conditioned in a certain way. And it doesn't always work out for everybody. I think for some people it really conflicts the way they feel about Mm -hmm. their connection to spirituality at all. So, but that's a tough one. Yeah, well, we didn't go through, like, a teenage pregnancy or anything. So, but had we went through something like that, St. Catherine's being would not, involved in the Catholic, you know, Monsignor church, McBride would not have been okay with you know that. I, mean? I like, would have had but, a crazy penance. There's so many people who had to deal with things like that, but that's not something Yeah, and you get common. kind of, like, ostracized. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. that stuff yeah. is tough. So we're both the baby... Yeah, <laughs> you're a baby of six, though. Yeah, I don't know. I'm the oldest. I don't know about being the baby. Mm. What's that like? What's that like for you, Heather? You know, a voice sometimes. <laughs> yes. Like, well, back in the day, it was just like, you were you were seen and not heard. Like, you were just, you better know, you know what I mean? Your place, <laughs> you better not step out of line kind of thing. That's you know? how um, your dad was, too. Right? Yeah, but, and, and, and I think voice. the brothers and sisters, you're right. We didn't have a voice. And then I'm a girl. I'm a girl at that. You, you know what I mean? And I was, I think I was always the little tiniest girl. You know, I was always yeah. very little, you know, and that changed. But, you know, um, as as I got older and as I started growing and going out in the world and, and, and making all of my mistakes and I started getting a little bit more of a voice, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm speaking up for myself. But now that I speak up for myself, I'm that bitch. Oh. <laughs> That's not true. Keep being that. No, but you know what though? That's what people then. That's what people perceived women who who like to. That's speak what the- men like to say, so they can try to knock us back down and yeah, that's not keep our that. mouth shut. That's not all true. So what would it would it look like for you to be the the baby with no voice? Did you ever get any food? Was there anything <laughs> like I? You they know, fed me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. but it was- and were there chores? Oh yeah. But I, like, I as a kid, like, I would, like, clean the whole house and, like, I don't know. I was, I, you know that guy Nate on Oprah's, like, designer guy? Remember the, um, that big guy, Nate? He's a designer. I don't remember. He's, I don't like, a, I don't know. But he used to rearrange furniture as a kid. That was me. And, like, oh. I love, like, I love, I, I'm telling you, I could be a realtor. I, not that I wanted it. I'm just, I love houses. I love, I love DIY Oh, me too. Stuff. I love that shit. I just love looking like, at, sometimes I'll find myself looking at like mansions in Arizona and I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> my <laughs> mother doing? moved furniture around it. all the time. Yeah. And she did it in you the middle of the night. You gotta change the vibe. <laughs> <She> <laughs> yeah. So you'd wake up, so go to the real. bathroom and you'd walk so in the So for real, shit. my dad would go to work, the house looked like this, he'd come home and I guess, you know. Back then, he was probably drinking on his way home. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And it was well, like a bush a can. Soda. 
right? Oh, and bullshit. then they had a little window out the back of the truck. It was like that Dodge from 1930. <laughs> That's or where you something. throw the cans out to the bed. on the column. Yeah, he would just throw the beers back there. And I know there were times where I could hear, like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then he would, like, fall, and there's a shotgun at the door, and I'm oh like, my oh, God. shit. She, yeah, she would change shit around. Yeah, that sounds like Grams. She mm-hmm. loved a good rearrange. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's funny that you were like that as a kid, though. Yeah, like, I don't know. My sister was like, yeah. You, maybe ahead. you just it had was... to keep yourself busy because you were the youngest. You're like, no one's <laughs> hanging out with me. I got to do something. <laughs> yeah, my, well, my sister, she'd be like, it was her turn to do the dishes. And my mom would be like, what are you doing? She's like, I'm doing my dish. This is my dish. <laughs> and, you know, there was no dishwashers back then. No. You know, she was a trip, but, yeah. you know. She always kept a clean house, though. My sister's got her stuff always organized and clean. But, like, when we were kids, it was... I just did it. I, I just, like, was always cleaning. I don't know what I was doing. Like, I was always... She's like, my mom's like, where is this? I can't find that. Like, you know, who moved it? <laughs> I reorganized like, I would be, like, changing everything around. And something was always broke. Something was shoved under the cushion. Like, I just... I Yeah, that's how I cleaned. Like, You're still like that now? <laughs> no. No? <laughs> Good now, yeah. I got it. I got it together now. That's but. so fun. I like. I wonder what that was. Like, I wonder if it was like a compulsive thing, yeah, or like, I don't know. Control, uh, maybe. Maybe yeah. you felt out of control, like being the youngest. I, so you're like, you know I what? I can control. I was definitely someone who did a lot of cleaning and trying to organize things. And yeah. I'm still, I still am like that. Yeah. And I, for me, it's about it's something that I can control you know, how it looks and you know what I mean? And I've tried to get better about, as you can see, I've gotten more lax. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, it's looking good over here. I want to get my bathroom done like you were like her messy. I know. I'm like, you should see some of the shit that I've seen. Like, yeah. And I know that it's been hard on her over the years because for me, if it's a control mechanism, and then I ask you to clean something, you're never going to meet that expectation. Not the way I do it, you know what I mean? <laughs> but um, letting it go and being here for the past year through the the construction and all of that and just sitting back and just letting things pile up and be dusty, it's been a challenge. But <laughs> Maybe that's what the universe is trying to teach you. They are chill. teaching Great. me Everything that, that you're doing to, here is to chill out. Yeah, just chill and relax and enjoy the <laughs> moment. <laughs> But I still f- find joy and relaxation in scrubbing a wall or something. Yeah, me too. Like Same. spring cleaning, like as soon as the, the weather starts changing. Mm-hmm. But I was born in May. So you know how like some people, they say, you know, when they're born in the colder months, they like, I don't know. Like it, I feel like it has a lot to say about you when you were born. And like so as soon as spring hits, I'm just like. I gotta open the windows. A different gotta, energy. You know, yeah, yeah. I want to. I want to get my you know spring decorations out. I want to clean something. Get rid know. of the clutter that yeah. like builds up over the holidays. Yeah, for sure, definitely. I'm definitely a window opener. Shade. Oh, I opener. love a nice day when you can open the window and let some fresh air in. Yeah, there are people who keep everything dark, and I just think that makes me sick. It's hard with the weather now up here because yeah. one day it's 75 degrees and then the next day it's snowing. So yeah. if you leave and the window open, you're to freeze. Yeah. <laughs> Just like the other day, it was, what was it, 60s? I, it was close to 70 degrees, yeah. It was so nice out. And then the next day there was like a sleet storm and it was freezing and I don't know. And I leave at like five ten in the morning. Oh, really? Yeah. So it it's definitely a quite a bit colder in the morning from the time that I come home. 
So you're leaving in the morning bundled on the way home. You're trying to carry all your crap because <laughs> it's hot. <laughs> yeah. I the, take the yeah. train, you know what I mean? Yeah. So do you guys, like, what, do you have any memories together of when you were teenagers? Or do you just know that you crossed paths? I just, no, we didn't cross paths until, well, I, Maria was like this gorgeous, um, like she always is. <laughs> No, like, I remember Bonnie, like... She's you, laughing she so just, hard. Isn't it so funny how we see ourselves She would make versus, her guest appearance, and I'm like, wow, like, Bonnie is so gorgeous. You know, like, she just was always so, like, put together and, like... Did you know, like, know you were the celebrity? Is. I had no idea. Look at that. Oh, my God, like, gorgeous. Oh like, I always so thought funny. the world of her, like, seriously. Oh, I love that. I'm so glad yeah, that she, we connected again. <laughs> <laughs> like, she would just come in like a... You know, like a breeze, you know. <laughs> I remember you were getting ready for Bonnie's wedding, and that's when I started to see you, because like, I would mm. babysit Ralphie. And yeah, well, like, I, I would see you on occasion, yeah. you know, like, and that, that's that's Bonnie's I had head. some fucking high-ass <laughs> hair. I have to find those pictures. You guys had the biggest hair. Yeah, but I, you know, she had some cute dress. It was, was it pink and black? Yeah, those were like the polka oh, yeah. dot ones, weren't oh, they? No, they no, weren't polka no, dot, but they no, were no, pink no. and black. There's pictures of no. you... Yeah, I, I posted a hair. picture recently from Bonnie's wedding. I, didn't I? Didn't I walk with Henry? Wasn't he the best man? I. You're looking. You're Wait, looking I at me. Who's Henry. I, that was John's. Great. That was John's cousin. Okay. She asks me things about like her teenagers and shit. I'm like, I you wasn't fucking there. It was a great wedding. You know why? Because I got no friends, <laughs> and she's my friend, and I forget. <laughs> That she's that I have twenty been, years younger than yeah me. I haven't been with you back to the wedding thirty and what 20. we just talked about right before that my mom stood for Bonnie's sacraments right before she got married because she had ever received oh really you yes. right before so yeah my mom was her sponsor I oh, forgot I didn't about know that, that. Yep. I didn't. I didn't remember that but I did know that yeah that's pretty interesting I didn't know that you and my aunt Bonnie were like oh my god she was like wait my you big were sister. you were in the wedding too no I wasn't in it but I was there was, was your sister. No, we, we weren't in, in it. We were. I don't know. Me. Well, you guys have a lot of sisters. That would be bad if I forgot about being in the wedding. Wait. I was not in that wedding. <laughs> was I? The, I was the maid of honor, I guess. Well, or your si- other two sisters were in it. My probably, two sisters right? were in it. Wait, was Colleen in it? I was gonna say she had yeah, like a maybe best Colleen friend was. too. Yeah, Colleen was in it. Oh, that hot babe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I okay. think maybe Colleen was in it. That's a good. Yeah, I'm, that was a fun wedding, but I was young. When and I had had a crush on Henry when oh, I was really? a teen. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, and then you got oh. to walk with him in the wedding? Yeah, but he I've had a girlfriend. There, yeah. I've gotten to walk I mean? with my I childhood crush I need to see a picture of Henry and refresh my memory. <laughs> yeah. That was, that, was my, that was my jam back then in, in my teens. That was like her best guy friend that like my dad didn't want her to have when she eventually got married, mm-hmm. right? Didn't daddy punch mm-hmm. him in the face or something one time? Yeah. Oh, really? And he handled it like a gentleman, yeah. <laughs> He wow. just drove away. Yeah, he was just one of my best friends. And people would always say that we were supposed to end up together. You know what I mean? One of those, but, yeah. Mm-mm. How long have you been married, Heather? Oh, gosh. Um, 28 years this September. Holy moly. Wow. And then 30 together. 30 together. That's awesome. Yeah, because we were married within two years. Yeah. So 28, September 3rd is going to be 28 years married about 30 together and how old were you when you got married 22 okay wow yeah you were young and you were a mom so you young. got married and became a mother instantly instantly and yeah. that's exactly what i you know like i i was in college when i met john and he had a daughter and her mom had passed 
you know, when she, mm. a few years before, and they weren't together when that happened. Um, they were like high school sweethearts. And then, yeah. um, I believe she was engaged to be married to someone else. And unfortunately, um, a great, like a, a, an ex-boyfriend actually, you know, she was killed by an ex-boyfriend. Um, no but she was shit. engaged to be married to someone else, but they had parted ways years before. And, what the hell? And, yeah. And so the the guy that she had parted ways with years before came back and is the one who killed her when she was engaged to someone else? Yeah, I don't know how long it would have been. That's um, awful. Yeah. Wow. but and, and, the, and the woman she worked with was also murdered. Killed too. as well? Yeah, yeah. And so my husband, you know, went right for custody for, you know, he had a battle with the family and he went custody. wait so even though he was the biological father of the child he had to battle her family for custody because she was killed yeah it was crazy because um now so i came in the picture a year bef- year after but what had happened was so he he gets the news that you know she was tragically killed the mother oh of his child so um he goes right to first instinct is to go get his daughter and he didn't always get to see her like you know, they, I mean, he always paid support and, you know, it was there, very, there were times right where, yeah, it was yeah. very different. It was yeah. different back then. It just, yeah. it really was like the way custody was set up and the way yeah. Yeah. like 50, 50, such a new concept. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like it was very normal for men to have their kids one, two weekends a month or like random shit. So exactly. So there was, yeah. So there was times, period of times where, you know, she had moved maybe with, you know, mm-hmm, with his daughter, their, yeah, their daughter, girl, and you know, so there wasn't like you know steady visitation going on. But when she was killed, he went right to get her, and then you know, the family, because the 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 guy you know who killed her, because he kind of just showed up one day at the. I can't even imagine. Like she that. had been threatened before, and he shows up, and like literally how it went down was the delivery guy the beer distributor guy tried to make a delivery delivery and he was there with her and he, he turned him away. And then when the bartender, um, the other woman, you know, came, he's like, I can't make the delivery. They sent me away. So she came in and then he made, he, he was able to make the delivery. And then after that happened, he, he, he shot and killed them both and they couldn't find him. So he was on the loose basically. And so after, um, three days I think because the fact he went to John went to go get his daughter and then when he went to go get her they're like we don't know where the the, murder, he, the murderer is yeah, yeah we don't know where Alan I get I think his name was wow. is we're gonna can we hold her he said sure you know he so he left her with them so they were worried about the safety of the baby too yeah and this was all like crazy like news like this was all like on the news and everything and then he was found dead in hotel room three days later did he kill himself yeah so then he John went back for her, like, like the coast is clear kind of thing, oh and they're God. like, "You're not getting her." Mm. So, wow. and then he had to get a court order, and when he went back with the court order, they like hit her under the bed, literally. And so this is embedded in her brain from like day one. Like you know, daddy's at the door, you know, but the the boyfriend at the time that was with her mother, was, the one she was engaged to, was who she was told to call dad like it was sad like it, oh my it was a situation and how so, old was she when all this she was she was uh like four and a half like oh over my four and a half, she was five. old enough yes yes so he went he went he won custody like literally when he he went to court with his mother and his mom and his sister-in-law 
and they came in with every body they knew to you know it's very hostile oh, oh, oh yeah. you know and they you know they um it was like a threat yeah it was it's like they were there to testify for the family and then the judge said anyone here to testify for you know the such and such family you know get, give me your name address and you know then after that he was like anyone who interferes with this is a family matter will be prosecuted you know like wow. he's not going to tolerate it because wow. i mean they had to be police escorted into in and out the bathrooms everything like so that's how he he he, he had was. like i said he had always paid child support came right out of his paycheck yeah um you know they tried to like twist things around and stuff and long story short he went hands down he went he went in court he won custody he took her he put her in therapy he raised her and I came along when she literally one week after she turned six. Wow. Then six months later, she, she you know, like if you can imagine it, a young girl, like, you know, not like she has, you know, so much vivid memories of her mom. Yeah. Right. But like six months into it, she was started to call me mom. And I wasn't like exactly ready for all that, but she was so cute and everything. And <laughs> so we're just like, and I was very much in love with her father. And yeah. I knew that I was starting to realize like this. And I'm in college. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to do everything You're right. You're 22. Yeah. Like I knew I didn't want kids young. Like I was really trying to like, you know, figure myself out. And like, life had a different idea. It was your path. Yeah. And, it was your path. And I was like, like I said, I was like very much. And I obviously fell in love with her too, but it was just so hard because there was so much interference on both sides of the family. Yeah. It was, nobody could really like, like that was just like so difficult. And I didn't realize like I had more of a voice than I, you know, like I was just always like trying to please everybody, you yeah. know, like, and trying to do what's right for her. And, you know, so Stay in everybody's good graces. Yeah. And yeah. then I, I, so we got, like, so we got engaged after a year, we got like, had a big wedding. It was great. Two years. As soon as we got married, I legally adopted her. But the set, like the crazy thing was after, um, I adopted her, like something came in the mail and like, I looked and it was a birth certificate. It was my name replaced her mom's name that was like so sad like to me i was just like i wasn't that's that wasn't you were trying to do that's not your intention yeah, like, i am her second mother like i was never never you know you weren't trying to erase anything yeah like and she had away. pictures of her mother around and she yeah. had a lot of memories and she had so back then um custody was so different so uh grandparents had more rights so and my husband wow. cared like even though they didn't see eye to eye my husband felt like for the family of losing their daughter and their, you know, everything. So he didn't try to take anything from them. So he let all of his, like he let, um, they had custody every other weekend. She went to stay with them. Visitation. Visit the right? grandparents. Yeah. And today you, you would, you don't even have, I don't feel like, I thought I heard grandparents have like no rights. Like it's just so. We only if the mother. If, if, away. If, yeah. yeah. Only if they're child the parent passes away, away i think they gain more rights yeah we had a situation or, like in our family I, I would also think if the parent isn't fit yeah you know what i mean like they should yeah, have some rights yeah wow that's a lot so every so so i'm like new like we're all a new family and I like know. every other weekend you know that she would go with them and she would come out and everything was going okay for a while and all but then like literally as time went on it just got worse and worse and worse through the years and we didn't realize like she, you know she was it just being kind of like brainwashed like oh. to be very like i like i would be like you know and there's some really nice people in her family and everything but like honest to god like 
I just wanted to, like, I would have, like, went in and, like, knocked on a door and, like, hey, let's have a cup of coffee together. Yeah, let's like, work I'm here this to out up, so that we, can, you know, like, that we can all be a part of our life and it yeah, can be like, civil. Yeah, like, it, but it, I, I, I quickly realized that that's not going to be the case. And, like, and I didn't realize how bad after till like, probably we moved over here to Jersey. Like, you know, things just got weird because her and I had a really nice, like, relationship at one point. Yeah. So... And it just it just changed over the years, and it was just like I didn't realize how much interference there really was from outside parties. And it was just what a like, shame. yeah, and it was like, okay, she already lost her mom, so she's supposed to lose her dad too. Like I never yeah. understood that. Like it was just you know. And I, I wonder why someone would challenge that. I don't understand. I think unfortunately, when it comes, they want to... custody. Literally, yeah. they want him to control here. And they wanted to go on with their lives with her, and I don't because she understand was their, all that. But like, she was yeah. their they piece lost their daughter, of right? her mother, yeah. I guess. Yeah. I think unfortunately, in a lot of situations with families, there's a lot of like old vendettas and a lot of resentment that comes up. And then when you get an opportunity to control a situation or try to, you know, employ power over something, you take it. And then it's not always in the best interest of everybody involved. But yeah, well, to this day, like we're. We are definitely divided and um, sad to say, but like, you know, she's happy and doing well and I'm happy for her and I wish her and her family well, um, but it didn't, I guess my, my children were raised under one roof with her and there was no stepsister anything, right. sisters and brothers, like there was no, so um, they worshipped her, like they, you know, and it's shame the way it is now, like it just is very divided and um, we, we did the best we could and I... I can sleep well at night when I, you know, it, it's just been a when real... When you look back at it, yeah. It's been a battle. Like, honestly, even though I, I would think this was getting better and that was getting better, and then it just kind of, like, blew up again. I was just like, damn. And all. And, but she's very close to her other side, so, I mean, like I said, I wish her well. And all I just heard she just got engaged, and li- she literally lives two blocks over from me now, but... Wow. And you're, like, not involved in those things. Like, you say, you no. heard she got engaged, but, like, yeah, was, Yeah. Like, everything just kind of, like fell to pieces like a year ago like That's it was hard. just like because we're, I, I just we're just not going to go on like living this lie like this is not working pretending out. and with all the yeah, like we don't have any energy between us yeah live around the corner like we don't you know it just is a mess like you know like i know i did the best i could by of course, her yeah and she's gosh she's like 37 now i think yeah, so. yeah. not a child yeah, no. so, you know, everybody has choices, and um, I feel like, you know, she's happy, you know, with her life, so that's all, that's yeah, all well and good, and hard. we have to, yeah, we have to kind of go on with ours, you know? Family dynamics are so hard, especially, you know, when you're in a dynamic, like, there's so much trauma Yeah, and everything's that, blended and... today, like, Oh, you know? God, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but, like, back, like, raising her, like, I didn't, I was so young, like, yeah. I didn't 22. realize, like... I, I know, like, and then when I, like, seriously, like... Like, you I have was, kids that are almost 22. Like, could you imagine them right now getting into a relationship where they're raising a no, six-year-old? No, we talked about this. I'm, <laughs> I'm like, don't do what I did, you know, like, you know. But, I mean, I, I would not have my, like, I would not have any of them. Like, I, this was definitely meant to be. Yeah. Like, yeah, of course, absolutely. I love my husband. And, you know, we fell in love and that, the rest is history. Like, it was meant to be. Like, the, it was already set yeah. soon. Like, I believe that. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm Seriously. a believer in, in stuff like that, yeah. too. Yeah. Like, I look at my kids every day and I'm like, I'm I'm like, stop. You know, like, you, you have a real, you know, like, when you have a bad day, you know, yeah. and you turn around, you're like, I'm really blessed. You know? Yeah. Right. Like, you have to stop and you're like, 
it's not that bad. Like, you'll get through this, you'll get through that, you know. And I then know. the whole, you know, pandemic, everything. Everything's just different and then, now. Life's and then just, just losing people along the way. Like You, just, you had a rough-ass time. You yeah. did. Yeah. I felt like every time I turned it around, my mom was like, oh, my God, Heather went through this. Heather, I'm like, oh, my God. How is Heather's family still standing? I know. Like, I just, like, it was You've just had so much loss and, yeah. Yes. Like, life is so not fair sometimes. Like, mm-hmm. it was just, it like, It definitely why? is not. You know? And I was saying, like, I feel like during the pandemic, I don't know if it's because we're just more vulnerable, that we're just telling people more shitty things that are happening to us, but I feel like everyone I know is going through crazy shit. Yeah. Like, shit that you're like, how did that happen? Like, crazy yeah. illnesses, crazy accidents, just wild shit ever since the pandemic. And I'm like, yeah. I don't know if it's we're just talking more and sharing more of our lives because our circles are smaller. Yeah. Or if things are just wilder. <laughs> things are definitely wilder. <laughs> and I it's haven't just been one on... one thing after another. I haven't been on social media for a couple of years now, so, like, that... Yeah, I miss you. Yeah. <laughs> that is how we connected for quite a while, you yeah, know, yeah. and then... Social media is such a weird thing because as much as I hate it, I was thinking the other day, one of my friends posted a video of her daughter and she's like walking and climbing up and I'm like, oh my God, I feel like she was just born. I've yeah, yeah, yeah. literally watched her grow up on Instagram and Snapchat, which is cool as hell because otherwise yeah. I, I wouldn't. wouldn't know. But then at the same time, I'm like, I hate for us that we're constantly like on our phones and like look at this look what i can do look what's going on in my life but like right, here we exactly. are <laughs> it was just better for my mental health to not be to not it. be involved in t- yeah i don't have facebook for that reason right. like instagram's cool i love twitter that's like my happy place i know and, and then, then when you're like on like facebook like it's like a good thing and then it's like oh does my it god, give you anxiety miss, like, <laughs> so-and-so just i mean oh my god they're going through like a, a passing like they're oh they're, yeah aren't they like you're like oh my god i'll like, keep up with all this stuff overwhelmed yeah, like, and, you know, you, you want to be, like, a good, like, friend, friend or whatever, and you're like, oh, my God, like, I, but I haven't been on here, you know, and yeah. some people take that personally. I know. Like, I wasn't really on. one to post a lot of personal stuff that just isn't my thing, right. you know what I mean? And if, if anyone knew about my personal stuff, it was probably one of my sisters or something, like, but sometimes... Speaking of personal. Yeah, sometimes... <laughs> It, it just stressed me out. Facebook? Yeah. Facebook gave me a lot of anxiety. I just felt yeah. like people sharing opinions that I didn't care about and people getting into arguments and just, it felt very provocative. Like, everything I looked at, I felt like was trying to egg me on. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't want to be egged on, so I'm just going to get the fuck out of here. And I, I haven't had Facebook in years, I think, when I was with my ex-boyfriend. There was, like, a moment I went back because he was like, oh, let's be in a Facebook relationship, which... That was, like, so you could blatantly cheat on me? I don't know. But anyway, (laughs) (laughs) cheat on me. I don't get it. But then for a couple months, I was like, fuck that. Like, I hate this. I hate Facebook. There's no reason. Because even though I don't want to be on it, I was still, like, checking it nonstop. So it's been probably four years or so. Yeah, if this doesn't bring you joy, then why bother? Yeah, Marie Kondo it right out. Like, does this bring you joy? No. Then Mm. fucking toss it. That's what I had to do with people in my life. (laughs) (laughs) Right? If it doesn't bring you joy, why why be a part of it? That's true. But that's what the the pandemic has done for me. I I It gave me an opportunity just to seclude myself, just to feel like it is okay to say no. I cannot make it. I don't feel like going. I don't want to go to that. 
I don't want to do that. I don't want to be around those people. Yeah, it doesn't have... Yeah, it's just... It's not personal. It's not what I want. It's, I don't... Feel yeah, like I, I would rather someone tell me honestly. Yeah. Than just be like, make up an excuse. Just yeah. say it, you know? Yeah, be like, I don't feel like going to that. Yeah, I'm, not <laughs> I don't feeling, do that. I'm not feeling 100%. Like, yeah, I can't, you know? Mm-hmm. It takes me a lot. If you care about somebody, you understand, you know? Yeah, that's true, too. I think that's the other thing with the pandemic. It's, like, more acceptable. Like, we get it now. Like, people are just tired yeah for sure there's just a different vibe and it's just nice to be at home and stuff like that oh yeah i'm a homebody like i'm a homebody yeah i love being i think i've always i'm content yeah i think i've always been a homebody but the pandemic made it more okay made (laughs) made it feel less like you know, I mean, I enjoy You're not a buzzkill for Don't being a homebody. I enjoy yeah. entertaining. Yeah, I love that, too. Yeah, I, I love having people over. That's why I wanted to move to a for larger property space, yeah. and more space. But sometimes you have to just um, weed out some stuff that's just not working for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes your your circle think, needs to get small. I honestly think that's what it is. I don't think the pandemic necessarily small, made sure. it aside from family. Yeah, I don't think the pandemic maybe made it like easier to do all that. I think the pandemic gave you time to sit and reevaluate, and then you're like, oh, there's all these things that I'm doing or participating in that don't feel good or that I don't want to be a part of. So like that's what it was. It was like the isolation. You're kind of just stuck with your thoughts. <laughs> you're kind of forced to oh to contemplate like what's going on and how things make you feel. Where when you're so busy with life, like as we were, like I went from having three jobs to no jobs. So wow, and you're definitely a worker. Like you're always. E- I've always heard of like all this stuff you're doing. I worked for three different families, nannying six children in total. Do you know what I mean? And, and you like, were with some of them for a while, right? Years. I was with. Um, the family in Marlton for 10 years, the family in Haddonfield for five years, and then the family I was with in South Philly, it was a single father and his son. I was with them for about eight months. Oh, wow. Probably not even. I don't, I think that's not even that long, but I was with three families and I was like, anytime they asked me to come in earlier, stay later, always, always, always. And then I went from that to nothing. So then it was like, and then pandemic because they were home and they didn't need, they were home. They didn't need me. Yeah, pretty much. And then because, you know, just the way their jobs were set up. And um, I was, we were living in Philadelphia at the time. And my mom, you know, in the medical field, she was still going to work every day. She was working more hours than she was before because now things are different. You know, she's in supply chain. I had nothing but time. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Reevaluate everything. Like, and that's right after I had finished up therapy, you know, I decided to take a break from therapy, but that's, so I was diving into all this self, you know, work and therapy and is such a good thing. I feel like every single person on the planet, everybody needs could, therapy, could benefit from therapy. And that's the other unfortunate thing when you come from like a Catholic family is that they try to suppress everything, and you're not supposed to talk about things that go on in the home, and they're very against therapy, and that's unfortunate because therapy. I could have used some therapy. <laughs> <for> <laughs> <We sure>. all... <laughs> Speaking of therapy, but I wanted to. Sp- been off of one of the comments, Heather, that you just made when I was talking about me making my circle smaller. And you said, yes, I made my circle smaller as well, except for family. But for me, family was something that I also had to evaluate well, and decide. Yeah. Oh, no, I had to actually make that smaller. Yes. <laughs> right, right, right. So, and, 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 I'm, and I'm glad that I asked because Sadly. I, I'm, yeah. 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 
And and that is something that's that's a harder challenge though. Yeah. But you know what too? Like it kind of changes the narrative of the word because now when I think of family, I used to think of it one way, and now when I think of family, there's different people that there pop is. up in those spaces. It's not just about blood. Do you know oh, what yeah. I mean? Yeah, it's, it's not definitely not about, yeah. about blood. Like now I think like, oh my family, and now I have friends that are like popping up in those spaces of mm-hmm. like the things I had to me, change. It, you know? Me too. Yeah. Me too. Yeah, but that's Especially another through thing. This, through, through what we've been going through. But I'm that's sorry. the other thing of growing up Catholic and also, you know, growing up with a heavy Italian background is, like, stay together. You stay together no matter what. Like, even if your boundaries are trampled, even if you feel like shit, even if these people feel you, like, treat you awful, like, this is your family and you're always supposed to be with them and your doors are always open to them. And, like, I don't think I agree with that. I don't like the no. way he talks anymore. to me. Like, right? You know, things like that. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't like that he... Hugs me too tight. Yeah, like little things. And I yeah, think that's things, an unfortunate there's secrets part. secrets in families. Um, of like the strict Catholic upbringing. Yeah. It's like everything's very isolated. Yeah. You know? And it's just, it sets a bad precedent, I think, for the rest of your life. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't grow up in a strict Catholic family, but I went, I grew up in a family that was, you are a family and you must stay, stay together. Stay together no matter what. And I feel like that was one of my mom's goals because she did have children from different marriages. Right. She truly wanted her to family be to stay together. Yeah. But I don't think she realized that the combination of us that came together wasn't good. Was toxic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think a lot of people have trouble identifying like toxic behaviors in their family. Yeah, because you're like your family. So, like, you just have to like deal with it. Yeah. Put up with it. But you don't have to. And it's when I realize that I don't have to, when I realize that I do not have to tolerate that behavior from that person because they are my sister or my brother, because I surely didn't continue to tolerate it from a husband because I left them. But then I'm still living in that cycle of being demeaned and talked down to. And as a woman talked down to from a man. And I'm thinking, who the fuck are you? Yeah, because we're blood, I'm supposed to keep it quiet. Yeah, Exactly. So it it made it easier, you know. Yeah, I mean, perspective Um, is everything. Shit, it is. Definitely. It is. And for me, that's... This is where I'm starting to grow. When I'm starting to actually take the name or the label of the person of who they are in my life away, away, and, and just, just say, focus okay, on the way that they make you feel. That I, I don't feel good. I get a vibe, a funky ass vibe when you walk in the room. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know that tightness in your stomach and yeah. stuff. And now I'm getting better at saying, mm-hmm. "Yeah, I don't want to experience Stop. that." <laughs> Back off. <laughs> Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. 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 So that that's some of the things that I've been experiencing, but it's but it's been helping me mentally. Yeah, I um I wholeheartedly agree. Like I there's been a whole like full circle thing that happened with especially with my husband's side of the family and like I gave all I could give of myself like over the years that I was just like and then everything kind of like blew up in my face and I and I so I kind of like blasted it like on Facebook but I didn't call anybody out <laughs> I was like you know how you hit your you breaking same, point yeah you the blood running through your veins like yeah this is not okay like no I'm not it's you know? hard Those like I want to learn a love from afar I don't hate anyone 
But right, I'm not right. putting up with this exactly. shit. Exactly. That's Fuck it. That. I right. wish you all the very, very best. Yeah. All of you. I do. I want the best for everybody. But I don't want to be a part of things that make yeah. me feel drained or like... Uh, agreed. Stress. I was like, I was experiencing so much stress that had nothing to do with me because I was carrying other people's weight. And it yeah. was just too like, much. Like, because you always go the extra mile because you were taught, like, family, family, yes. family. And I'm like, but they're not fucking putting half the sh- effort that you're putting in. Putting like, back. we got to meet each other halfway. That's like, right. You know. Because the, the dynamic. Equal, yeah. The there's not an respect. equal. Yeah. No. You, you know what I mean? And you're not on level playing. Why do you think you're so above me? Yeah. yeah. What? Why are you so? There far is up no there? hierarchy. Exactly. Yeah. If we're family, there shouldn't be a hierarchy. We should all be for real. together, trying to work for the yeah. common goal. And, and and I saw something on I don't know whether it was TikTok or something about about an probably age thing, probably and, and about a respect thing. But really, though, why do you think because you're older than me, you get to speak to me like that? I'm a grown fucking woman yeah. paying my own fucking bills. And that's why I think family dynamics yeah, and, and have probably given you respect always, like. Yeah. I've always given respect. Right. You know, but now I'm thinking, who? Yeah. Family dynamics are tough. I think, and we've talked about before, just making even the transition, like you have adult children, like when you get to the point where your kids are a certain age, then you're like, oh my God, I have to step back now and start treating them as... An adult. An adult, as a peer, and stop like putting that mothering spin on everything. And it is, it's a trust. It's like a difficult... Yeah, that's so important. It's a really tough you know, transition to make, but it's important in all family members, like finding that level, especially I know for me personally, like being a niece, a child, a cousin, whatever, like as I'm growing up, like you start to see people differently. Do you know what I mean? When I was younger, there was all these blinders, like this person is this to you, they're this relation to you. So you feel this way about them. And like you said, now that I've gotten older, I just take those labels out and I'm like, Oh my God, I can't believe you've been this shitty all this time and I was blind to it because I loved you or because you're my whatever you are. Or because my mom and dad said we had to. Said that I had to, that I had to, that I had to respect you, that I had to, you know, it's, it's pretty wild and it's, it's strange to grow up and like learn about boundaries and learn about all the things that you didn't know and all the tools that you didn't have and then gain them and see how your life changes. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Not crazy. And and you all know that, I mean, Heather, you know that my mom, my mom just passed uh, almost a year ago, so last June. And I remember one of my family members saying something about us, there's been some separation in the family since my, my mother had passed and someone had made a comment about how upset they were. My mother worked so hard to keep us together that when she passed, there's a separation. And I feel like her passing was the reason for the separation. Like, it was time. I feel like it, pulled, it took yeah. the veil off. It was off. time that I was able to just say, I made peace with you, Mom, so many times. Yeah. I feel good, and I know where you need to be. And she's where she needs to be. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I do not. I'm not going to carry that on for you. You stayed in relationships that were so unhealthy. You know, you helped make relationships so unhealthy. So now her passing has allowed me to just yeah, say, I don't, I don't, yeah, I, don't, I, don't like, I don't want that. Yeah. yeah. You, you I don't want to feel that. Way. You finally exhale, family, right? Like, you, yeah. You get that breath. Exactly what you just said. And like, I back him all the way. Like, you know, he's just there with like his, fa- like his mom just passed. Um, and she's coming up on one year that yeah. my mother-in-law passed. And this is kind of where it all started and I'm just like I can't do this anymore you know like yeah. and he already ha- well he he wasn't like really you know bothering 
with his, you know, because he, he's not got a fake bone in his body, so, like... Yeah, he can't even deal with the energy. Yeah, like, he, he was already, like, he's not, you know, if you don't want to go, he's not going. If he's not, And I would take my kids, and I would just, like, make sure Try to do, the cousins got yeah. to see the cousins, and, like, I was just showing my face and doing everything. And it was just not where... And I'm just like, yeah, no, um... And then after you know you're being talked about and like stuff's happening and, and they might not agree with something your husband's doing but like none of your business what his relationship with his mother is and how this or that which was fine was always good right but there, Once there was the all story the obstacles starts in the spreading, way and like yeah. you know and just all this conflict and everything and i'm just like damn and you just really find out who's in your corner. Yeah, you know? true. Like, and it's and unfortunate because it, like, it's... Like, it's sad. Like, I love my nieces and nephews. Like, I all, all this work I put in was kind of, like, for them. Like, so my kids and my... Their cousins could, like... You know, like, I never wanted to put spill that on them. But, like, things are so different now. And I'm just, like... And now they get it. And they're adults, most of my kids. So they're, like... Yeah, no, we like... see it differently. Yeah. yeah, they're, like, you know, we... We, we've been through it, like, you know, we're here now, and this is where we're, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you can't, you can't do all that. There's no point, like, in putting all this effort out if, like, you're always going to get the same There's got to be balance. Everybody has to be willing to have an open mind. Yeah, there's yeah. got to be Everybody has to be yeah. willing to, yeah. you know, be on the same page, <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? When you sure. have people that well, are... Well, I mean, it all comes back to communication. Yeah. And, like, the willingness of, like being aware of yourself and looking at yourself and what qualities it is that you bring to the table, whether they be good or bad. Like you have to really acknowledge the bad things that you do, you know, yeah. that's and, the hardest and part. that's the hardest part <laughs> that sucks. Like nobody wants to sit there and be like, Oh, this is what I suck at. Or this is what I do that makes other people feel bad. Or this is what I do in a situation that makes me toxic, but you have to. But doesn't and if you don't you... have that ability, then your relationships are always going to suffer but because you're lying. But you feel better when you, <laughs> when you own those and you yeah, say, absolutely. Wow, it's hard, if but I stop that, it could look, change everything. How, yeah. How can this grow? Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? So I, I have been learning that, you know, yeah. From these teachings here. <laughs> yeah. It's hard though. It's all hard getting to know yourself and learning boundaries and especially changing family dynamics that have been there. They're like ingrained in you that things are supposed to yeah, be a certain like way. Yeah, it's like sad. So like it's hard when you change them. Go, but like be. You have to be honest. And then you have to like, mourn people that are alive. I mean, yeah, it's all difficult. Mourn people. That's so true. It is. And it's tough. Yeah, there's like and then everybody starts unfriending everybody on Facebook, and then when my kids got unfriended, I'm like, yeah, that. Oh, the drama. You suck. <laughs> Suck. the like, drama I, I, yeah that, that, that's your response yeah social media platform yeah okay oh yeah. my god like stop like you want to friend me that's one thing but my kids like have nothing that's to do I said with when it. i blessed if i'm like my kids haven't like they got they seriously have love in their heart like they yeah. they were you know in it's it, hard it's all it, hard yeah and i'm just like and they're not like you know they're just like damn okay and like they're learning from it they're like this is crazy yeah because like, they know? get to see people i'm they're like they oh are. my god aunt so-and-so just in front of me i'm like oh <laughs> that like really uh. <laughs> <laughs> fucking get a life i know, you know what i mean I like it. i'm sorry i i can't even like i would never unfriend my, I probably, even if my nieces and nephews, like, which they're all great, like, but even if they did, I would, I just, it, it feels I'm so, not that person. I'm just like, I unfriend you. Yeah, it feels <laughs> like, so petty. You know that, but, like that commercial? Yeah. The two old ladies, like, <laughs> I unfriend you. Like, remember that? Like, yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, yeah, no, like, we're not, those, the those, we're not those people. Like, we'll probably, like, just stay with it. Like, I wouldn't even, if something happened, I probably still wouldn't unfriend you, but like. When, when an adult uh, to, to the I'm just to like a child. really or, or a younger yeah yeah I understand like, that. yeah I get yeah 
Yeah. It's like, it okay, so your loss. Bye-bye That's now. the thing. You take all, care, Bill. Yeah. See ya. Hope you heal. That's yeah, my right? new thing. Like, good I'm luck. good luck. Hope you heal. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, good love. Enjoy. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> well, Heather, this was your first podcast guest feature, I'd imagine, right? Have you ever been on a podcast before? No, I haven't. <laughs> I just started listening to them at work. Isn't that so funny? Like, yeah, I love podcasts. Did you have fun? Did you like it? Yeah, I... I love you girls so like, first of all i was just like they asked me and i'm like oh yeah there's yeah, still like we so, could do this. we've reached our hour but there's still like so much more that we could talk about you with so oh my gosh you'll come back too all of our guests are gonna be repeat guests because I'll be back. just parading our friends through here with it, all their it, stories it is though but it really is helping me open up open and up feel relaxed and, and yeah. yeah and i identify with so much and then sometimes i'm like you know what I am on the right path. <laughs> yeah. I am. You I'm know, growing. I'm, I'm moving forward. Yes. I agree. Yes. I agree. And that is that is my goal to well, be on go. the right path. You go, girl. That's a good goal. That's mm-hmm. a good Friday. And another. That's goal a good ass episode. I gotta pee too, and we're gonna. <laughs> it is a Friday, so we're all gonna pee, and then we're gonna drink more wine. Woohoo! Definitely. So thank you so much for listening. This is oversharing, yes. and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you. Peace out. Bye. Bye.